Welcome to Brain Machine Network. Dot com. What's up with you? What's going on? Let them know he'll prescribe you a song. Turn the volume up. I suggest you to run this live request. Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome to another edition of Tawanda's Live Request. I am Tawanda, obviously, and then I have my co-host, Nick. What's going on, bro? What's up, man? We have a good guest, a good friend. He gave me my first Gucci Mane t-shirt, and I will never forget that shit. <laughs> Give it up for Andrew Durso. Hey, hey what's up, up man? How are you? I was happy good, to man. do it. It came in yeah. this, I, I used to work in this uh, thrift store, and it came in, and I immediately thought of you. I think uh, I gave it to you at a comedy show that night. At yeah, you gave it to me. Yeah, rest you, in peace. Yeah, you gave, me, you gave it to me at the gas. Yeah, it's <laughs> right. oh, fucking great, Scott. The amount of shows... I, I've done I did so many fucking shows there, bro. Oh, same. I like. I really associate all my fr- first five or seven or whatever years in comedy with that room, and the idea it's not around anymore. Even if I don't live in Boston, and even if comedy is not going on right now, it's insane to me. Yeah, exactly. It's just like it's damn. So that was like that's where we hold our shit. That's where we like you know learn our shit. Also, <laughs> yeah, surround a bunch of fucking filthy. Austin punks. <laughs> like half of them had like lice. They like you know they had like lice. It was just like Austin was so fucking dirty, dog. Uh I used to I used to love that like if, if anyone should be my audience, it's also like 20-year-old losers from the suburbs. 20 year old like, sad. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I used to I I do you remember the uh the rid list? Yeah, the fucking yeah. homeless outside. Yeah, no, that's, uh, I, I remember there's this guy who, uh, like, I, the ritual was just, like, I would do my set, and when I was offset, I would just, like, chain smoke outside and talk to other comics, and, like, every Friday you would see that guy. And I remember, yeah. like, I would always be, like, I, I think about, like, I was always be, like, in the middle of a thought, like, ready to, like, deliver, like, a, like, a joke or something, and I just think of, like, the graveyard of jokes that just, like, died because, like, that guy, like, walked up and was like, excuse me. So I'll give you a dollar to not say any of those. I, I, I yeah, I used to, well, he, he used the same, I don't want to, like, shit on him, obviously, because, like, it's, but no, it's it was, it was, a, it was the same, it was, like, the same three riddles every single time. It was the same time. three riddles. I, I came to, like, know them by heart, and I remember, like, he would just come up, and I'd be like, hey, you know, hey, don't, don't worry about it, you got performance, here's a dollar. Yeah, here's a dollar, yeah, that's, that's all we need. Yeah, yeah, consider this a night off. <laughs> yeah, bro, dog, that made me laugh thinking about that shit. I remember I was on a date, and sitting outside, this is way back, and this, that was in, like, Soho area. And another dude came up with a similar thing where he's just like he just told little knock knock jokes to get me. He's like, all right, if I, I, let me tell you, if I if you don't laugh in three jokes, then I can I'll walk away. And the day I was with was like, oh, he's a comedian. I'm like, oh, you bitch. <laughs> and he, every joke he every joke he had, I like he was like, oh, so I I can't remember. I remember I knew every answer, and I, I could see him feel defeated. And I was like, yeah, it's just. I, I'm a comic, bro. It's, it's, I'm hard to. I, I would love if he was doing like hacky regular stand-up comedy material. Like rap lyrics are weird. <laughs> oh my god! I was yeah. listening to Little Wayne the other day. <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, yeah, you drink champagne when you're thirsty. That's gonna dehydrate you. Oh, I hate those jokes with such a passion. Oh I, yeah, those are the most like first year jokes imaginable. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> I just not even this first year, but just like dog. It's so. It's uh, it's just like stupid. Like, 
I just uh, what I don't like about it is it always comes off like just white. Like, I hate the way white comics have found like back ways to be like a little bit like if they could be racist, they would be racist. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like jokes about rap lyrics and Italians. I'm both like I can I can tell like this like you you have a joke about it you have a joke about the n word somewhere if you have multiple jokes about Italians and you're not Italian in any way you'd be telling jokes about niggas if you could I can tell well, I yeah, can I mean like also it. just like the amount the volume of lyrics on any rap album like firstly they're all like better lyricists than the musicians you listen to probably because like <laughs> rock music is not known for its lyrics and like also yeah there's gonna be like a few weird ones in there probably because they're like 17 tracks long and packed with like verse yeah. and stuff yeah punchlines they literally mm-hmm. yeah they, you, the, the, those funny lines you're just quoting it's, yeah they said that on purpose they're trying <laughs> right, to be yeah. it's, it's worth play at some point when you're playing with words something's gonna come out weird (laughs) bro the crazy shit no my favorite joke is on the opposite side of it it was trent wells he had a joke that made me laugh so he only said said it twice he laughed so hard he was just like i was listening to stevie wonder and i was just i was listening to stevie wonder now i was listening to ray charles and i was like yo where are all the ill white blonde? What are the ill white blind niggas at? How's there never been a talented white blind person? <laughs> like we have at least four. You have none. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> have you guys heard about that conspiracy theory of uh, Stevie Wonder? You want to be able to see? Yeah, yeah. I heard it. yeah. I need to do like some. I need to do some research. But I have people in my life that deeply, deeply believe that theory with like all of their soul. What if Stevie Wonder has like that, the, like the daredevil eyes? Oh yeah, he has he has like radar sense. <laughs> radar, yeah. That's why he's writing all these songs. Like I'm gonna have songs in the key of life bounce off that wall, so I yeah, know. He can, <laughs> see, yeah, he, he can see your face, but only in a rainstorm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I want to see like you seen you seen the movie Don't Breathe, right? Oh yeah, I love that movie. I want to see hey, Nick. Have you seen Don't Breathe? Yes. I want to see Don't Breathe with Stevie Wonder. <laughs> We're going to rob Stevie Wonder's house. And he's just singing around the house. He's singing, killing me. My Sherry and my... It's like one of those like uh, conspiracy like videos where it's just like, here's video evidence that Stevie Wonder is not blind. And that's just like a clip of him like kung fu fighting bullseye. <laughs> 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 oh my god! You see that video? Like, I remember there's a video of him shooting a free throw, right? Does that happen? That's happened, and everyone watching, and then when like he misses, he, he misses awfully. It's, it's, it's bad. But the thing that's funny is the disappointment in the people. And the crowd was like, "Oh, it's like, what'd you fucking expect?" He mi- he misses. Uh, okay, because I thought he was gonna like sink it. Yeah, <laughs> like what fucking... you're describing. Like it was just gonna be like swish. Yeah, it's just like he, he missed terribly, and everyone was so disappointed. Like they thought he was gonna like, no, that's not. It's fine. Like he's like, I'm blind. It's fine. Right. Yeah. No, if I if there was a video of him swishing a free throw online, I would be like, okay, he's definitely blind because I would not be like going out and doing that if I was trying to fool people. Like yeah. what do I got my <laughs> perfect free throw form. <laughs> you think he's you think he sabotaged it? Like I have to miss this terribly. Yeah. Right, yeah. Stevie Wonder's a killer from mid range. Oh my god, yeah, he's, like, he's, like, he's like Kevin Garnett, like that. You know, that he doesn't shoot threes, he could shoot threes, but he's more efficient from that. Yeah, spot yeah, right yeah. There. See, yeah, it's him just posting up on a guy and like, <laughs> like beating them up into the bank. Oh man, all right, so yeah, yeah we're, we're, we're right now, we're right now, we're, we're music adjacent. Let's talk about the music, bro. What Let's you've been see. listening to over this past year and time, and like even uh, now, like. 
or something. I like- uh, very infuriatingly got into vinyl over the quarantine. Sell the vinyls. Yeah, I've been collecting that just because uh, it, it was um, it was just a thing to get interested in to pass the time. So I've been getting uh, buying a lot of that. I got in. What have I gotten into? Uh, I've just been buying like a lot of reissues of old shit, kind of that I like. Like I got like uh, I'm trying to get a little into jazz, which was never really my speed. I've been trying to like pick up. So uh, I got into Sun Ra a little bit. Sun Ra. Sun Ra. Sun Ra. Oh, Sun Ra, like the rapper? No, no, the uh, jazz artist. Wait, who's the fucking who's Sun? S S U N dash R A. Yeah, I thought this word was a rapper that name. That. Is there no, a that was a group. That? No, there's a group called Sal Ra. Okay. And Sal, and all, you know, the reason I know them is because the lead, the head singer of that of that uh, group, head rapper, that singer of that group, he was one of the people that was hanging out with Kanye in France, like the guy who was wearing the tights in twenty, like in twenty, like maybe like twenty twelve, twenty eleven. Like you remember South Park when South Park parodied Kanye? Oh, mm-hmm. fish dicks. Who could forget? Yeah, fish, yeah, of course. Who could? Yeah, who could forget? He was one of the dudes. <laughs> yeah, he was one of the dudes, but he like he was. They animated him because he had on the fucking uh, what you call it. He had on the tights. And also, that was that. Remember that period was like all the old school hip hop niggas were like, "See how gay the got men wearing tights? No, this is the hip hop Kanye West is gay." And it's like, nah. I, I I I admit I'm like a bit of a layman when it comes to hip hop. I definitely I'm like I'm I'm a fan of it, but I don't have like an encyclopedic knowledge of it. But that's well, like can't write, you can't write podcasts, bro. I'm about to, you're, about to, you're about to just bombard you with so much shit. Oh I'm all right. I'm interested. I'm like yeah. excited for the request, but like like I from what I've observed, there is such an insane shit talking of the younger generation maybe more so than any other art form just like the 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 generational war between like old rappers and new rappers yeah i think uh, it, that, that that totally exists and i think a big part of that is because like rap is still a very very new like musical form yeah and what happened too is kind of like it's this is one, one of those things where it was like when it first came out it was one thing it was just like you know boom bap bronx or queens that's where it was at that's where it started at and then as it started to go across the across the world and shit it started to change and change in different ways and at first everyone was like you can't be a rapper and be white after that is like you can't be a rapper and not rap about like gangster shit you have to rap about some you can't rap about being sad then it became like oh these new guys they all have the same fucking flow these these down south rappers can't they can't rap because they're they're too southern and it's like that's anytime some new shit happens, people hate on it for like a second because they're people are so afraid to change and it's so it, they haven't they're afraid that hip hop's gonna disappear because it's still so uh-huh. good. Like hip hop is like maybe what <laughs> at most. Well, I don't yeah, think like old. it can't be at risk of disappearing at all at this point because like like what's its competition as a genre? Like rock music isn't on the radio anymore at all. Like who are big rock bands now that like get played on like top forty? I can't I think don't of know. thirty it. seconds to Mars. Yeah, it's like that's what I mean. Like, like, are are do you know any huge forty seconds to Mars fans? Uh no one. I think I I, I think people like, the biggest rock bands now is just like people don't know the band. They just know like the song that was in the Apple commercial. Like, <laughs> right? Yeah. I know right. like, people like like people are, people people are going to Imagine Dragons concerts. People are doing that. People <laughs> are spending money to go see a, Imagine Dragons concerts. Yeah, but yeah, I feel also like all the other big rock bands right now, like the ones that sell albums. I get to the degree that you can sell albums right now are like the Foo Fighters, like people from the the ninety Weezer. <laughs> Weezer's made the same goddamn music for the past. Like they made the same right. shit. Just this fucking Buddy Holly 
like <laughs> tribute band that has now been alive longer than Buddy Holly. Yeah, and it's locked in that '90s mindset, and it hasn't evolved at all. Like, like the Weezer guy still sings songs about taking girls on dates to Best Buy. Like, like you're Bro. in your late forties. Sing this thing about this about playing, like, playing the new games at the fucking stand, like right? Or really, like, oh, I'm awful. afraid to meet my girlfriend's parents. It's funny. Well, that's your wife, sir. <laughs> you guys have been married for ten years. Yeah, knock it off. Yeah, calm down. You guys like yeah, they're, they're, like you can't actually that's a good point. I never thought about like how rock music and like hip hop, the biggest thing now not one of the big well, one of the biggest things for me is like watching artists get older and watching them grow and watching them become watching them mature. And it sounds like rock music doesn't have that same maturation anymore. Nah, I mean, there's like indie stuff, I guess, but it's not a powerful cultural force anymore. Like mainstream shit. Yeah, like like the last uh, movement in that music that was like this really like powerful like mainstream MTV kind of thing. I feel like was emo, and that was ten years ago. Emo was done. that was way more than ten. Ten years ago was two thousand eleven. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Emo was like, emo was like emo was like two thousand five and shit. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> That, that, that just that, goes that, to show. Yeah, death cap for cutie. Right, or like, uh, I was I was never an emo guy, so like, uh, I just I there's certain bands I just associate with seeing under the words music on a MySpace profile, and all yeah. those bands are like that, like like the red jumpsuit apparatus or something. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, but like emo, I used to I fuck with emo because it was just like I like. Because rock music for a while to me was just like pop punk was cool, I guess. But emo was like, oh, these white guys are actually just sad for they and they don't know why. And I was like, I like I like that. Like, yeah, I mean, it's a little creepy in retrospect now because it's kind of what we were talking about, where you get locked in this like juvenile mindset, where it's like the entire genre of emo was just like people in their late twenties writing songs about like sexual politics and relationship dynamics for teenagers. Yeah. It's like, they never, they, I think what happened was when they were teenagers, they weren't getting no bitches. They weren't just getting no, they wasn't getting nothing. There was, it was getting no hoes. And I mean, on both sides, men and women, they was getting no hoes. So they were like, all right, I mean, just make some, I'm gonna make music to get Pete, to get hoes. But then the music they're making like 16, 17, like no one gives a fuck, but now they're like 30 something and they're making the same songs, but the only p- people care. People want to fuck them now because they're rich. Yeah, well, it's it's You're also famous. like a thing of all those bands are from the Midwest. All of them, they do. They really like grow up around a lot of culture. I imagine, like, because they just grew up in like, uh, like, I don't know, Cincinnati or whatever. You're going to fucking and, Wisconsin, <laughs> you can't throw, can throw a fucking football. Everyone calls you gay. Right, <laughs> right, yeah. So it's I, I imagine uh, it's a thing where like a Mormon, Mormon, excuse me, an Amish person goes on Rumspringa, where you just like you enter the adult world and you're overwhelmed uh, by it, but you haven't let you don't have the emotional maturity yet to write songs that aren't about like dating in high school. All right, speaking of dating in high school, this is my favorite dating in high school song ever. Yo, Uche, play uh, "Teenage Dirtbag" by Weedas. <laughs> <laughs> that, so you, you cut you cut out for a second and you came back in with play teenage dirtbag by weedus that's all that matters that's all that matters <laughs> <laughs> you can blast it because we because that's, that's what we were talking about it was just like there were so many just one hit sad emo bands or like yeah. they, they have one song about the, liking a girl in high school You're right and you were just like uh uh and then you never care about anything else they did this song, Teenage Dirtbag, this for me is like the most karaoke easy mode song imaginable. It's just like everybody knows it. It doesn't take a lot of like skill to sing. 
everybody like sings along with the chorus. Oh yeah, this is the shit. This is up there with like Steal My Sunshine. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> I like the karaoke shortlist songs. Yeah. She this is like I make fun. Oh, go on. I make fun of like having this arrested development mindset, but at the same time, like today I want a girl who will listen to Iron Maiden with Yes. <laughs> this is he was he was going through it. But this is the it, this it, it, his, 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 his why emo and this shit kinda died. Because he was they're making music like this, like I'm misunderstood. Nobody gets me. In like nine in like two thousand, two thousand one, Jason Bateman was in no, was it is it Jason Bateman who's an American pie? Jason Biggs. No. Yeah. Jason, no, Jason, Jason Biggs had this little run of playing like the sad nerd who's still kind of attractive, so he, he has hope. But it was like, it was this shit. There was no internet like that because all the kids who be teenage, teenage dirtbags are now like just alt-right trolls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like we just today, I guarantee you one of them niggas was at, was at the Capitol building in January. So. <laughs> <laughs> like Ariel thing. If they kept the American Pie franchise going, we'd have to deal with Stifler running through. Stifler would be the dude with the horns on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Stifler bringing like an AR-15 to a pizza place. <laughs> Jason Biggs just caught, Jason gets just caught fucking an American flag. Like, oh. Well, we'll just tell, we'll just tell he, your he mom. Fu- we'll... He fucks a pie in the Senate hall. <laughs> He's like, I was closing the door to Nancy Pelosi's desk and my pants fell down. <laughs> and my dick fell out. I don't know. Then, then his dad walks in and is like, oh, well, we'll just tell Nancy that you got too patriotic. <laughs> What's weird though is how Dan Levy is it Dan Levy? That's the man. The, the dad? The dad, yeah. Eugene, yeah, the dad, Levy. Eugene. Yo, Eugene Levy. Yeah, Eugene Levy. Eugene Levy, yo, of all of American American Pie has not aged well. Eugene Levy, that character has aged so fucking amazingly. Oh yeah. Like Shit's Creek is basically just him It's just like a more uptight, but still that same guy. There's um there's like a class of like old guy Canadian comedy actors who just played like weird dads in movies now. We lost Fred oh, Willard amazing. this year. God rest his soul. Fred Willard Fred, Fred Willard was a great white he's a great white TV dad. Yeah, he's a great white TV dad, Uncle yeah. Granddad. Eugene Levy might be the best like, I think he might be the best white dad. That's not that's not animated. We gotta get like a March Madness bracket going. <laughs> like <laughs> in the Facebook group. Best Canadian white dad in movies. Like the <laughs> like yeah, like uh the the Rick Moranis Eugene Levy matchup is gonna be like UNC versus Duke. Honestly, I don't think Rick, Rick Moranis can't fuck with Eugene Levy because the, Rick Moranis oh. couldn't he couldn't he couldn't raise cause Shits Creek Shits Creek, what's his name? Dan Levy played like a pansexual uptight you play a, a pansexual over-the-top character and Eugene Levy was like you're my son and I love you no matter what you do I can't see Rick Moranis doing it he sh- Rick Moranis shrunk his kids twice <laughs> yeah through negligence yeah he's, he's negligent <laughs> as fuck yeah yeah Eugene Levy cares too much about his kids to ever yeah, 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 yeah cause of his kids self-esteem you know how you know, you know how fucked up that makes you your, your PTSD after being shrunk down I was <laughs> eaten up by an ant you're fucking crazy the fetishes those kids have now <laughs> yeah. like, like, get out of my house get out of my house with all these Thumbelina DVDs what's going on <laughs> right yeah I mean 
<laughs> yeah, can we cosplay? Can we just cosplay you being a giant woman and stepping on me? <laughs> exactly. You, know, you got you got sip. You got you got walk back. You go into their room. You see they got porn on the computer, and it's called "Honey, I Drunk the Kids" because that is some weird incest shit. Like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Also, incest yeah. porn has gotten Step way too popular. I'm very yeah. I'm very disturbed by that. Sorry. There's a PSA. No more. We don't need it. We Who don't need inc- I just want regular non-incest shrinking porn. This exactly. is I want I want to I, yeah, I am a I am a traditional red-blooded American. I just want to see a tiny man be thrust into and thrust into a woman's vagina and he can just walk around. I yeah. want that's all I want. Yeah. I, I am I am a patriot. I am a straight-laced American male, and I just want a 60-foot woman to eat me like a skill. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the inside shit, I was thinking because I've seen some of them where it's just like, oh, it's the stepsister, stepbrother, and it's like it's interracial, and I'm just like, all I could think about, I'm like, all right, your parents are already going through enough, dog. Like they have an interracial relationship in 2021, things are already pretty tense. Okay, they're trying to make it work because they love each other. They they've dealt with shame. They've already dealt with people judging them and staring at them, and now you guys are fucking. Are you fucking see like what are you? You're ruining a family. Like you're destroying a family. Right, yeah, you're just, you're trying to get caught. It's usually a situation where it's happening in the same room and the dad is like, oh, let me just find something in the fridge. Oh, I'm going through the fridge. What are you yeah. I need to get blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And like, hey, yeah, excuse me, I need to, I need to hey. search for milk for 15 minutes. He's scolding the son. You got to get along with your new sister, okay? He's like, yeah. all right, I'm getting along. <laughs> hey, that's it. I think, no, honestly, I, this might be off the wall, but this is my theory about why it's so popular now. It's because I think, like, it's the idea that the stepsisters, whatever incest shit is just like, it's in the house. And I think maybe it's because like late, lately, cause I've been watching mad, like I've been watching mad woke shit. So this might be off the wall, <laughs> but I think that like, there's a, there's a correlation between the rise in incels and just incel like prominence and shit and incest porn. Cause I feel like the incest porn is always just like, I convinced my stepsister, da 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 da, da. and it's like because the the it's inset why it works because like you're in that like you're in the house together, you have no choice but to have sex, and incels get off on the idea of like having power. Yeah, very very easy power. Easy power, and it's just like what's easy, like so it's like oh I get to fuck my stepsister, like that's like so I think that's that's why, but I'm I might just be wrong. Right, I also think it's like might just be kind of like a weird like fetish arms race thing, where it's just like everyone's so desensitized to porn now that that's just a cheap way you can make it weird. That's not even that's, that's crazy. It's, no, there's 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 wait there's that no there's kinky shit. I have I have seen kinky shit. There's like, that's not kinky. It's like because I haven't I haven't watched one of these videos yet, right? But like. You know, it's like Chris, it's, it, they say it's incest, but it's like they're just saying that for like the title. But the, the actual porn itself is just like, yeah, it's blatant. Like, I, I saw this one couple who has a, a whole page on like X porn or whatever, X videos, and they've been fucking, but then one of the videos just says stepbrother, stepsister. Everything else is just like regular shit, but they just changed the title. So it's it not. It doesn't happen in the video. That would be like funny if like a porn guy just like went back and 
redubbed over old Rebranding. porno today. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. like the actors are talking, it's just like, oh hello, it's my stepbrother. Like, <laughs> it was like Why is he dressed like a repairman? This is <laughs> yeah. uh, the original play. They, got, they, they, they redubbed this shit and they like they just they chop them up like they used to do old Power Rangers episodes and shit. <laughs> right. this, is the, yeah. this is the Snyder cut of our sex thing. Yeah. In one scene. It's all new footage. It's all new footage shot about the family. <laughs> exactly. It's like it's like in one scene, it's just like it's just too white. It's like it's like this they're they're actually acting out like oh it's like a white dude and white girl but then they actually have the sex and it's like two asian people They're like, oh wow this this is totally us doing this i can't believe it Who fucking putties show up like <laughs> those fucking putties bro the fucking putties there's a porn for that too probably Oh, of course, what, yeah. Power Rangers for putties. I think just, this oh, the just, the, <laughs> just the putties. Do people like, still do like the parody porn? Yeah, I, I saw one for training. I saw one for training today. <laughs> yeah, but that's like a like recent thing because that's an old movie. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Is there like a porn parody for Parasite or something? <laughs> <laughs> like the out of the imitation game i'm having a hard time thinking of movies from the past five years yeah, it's like, <laughs> but yeah, he's a parasite like there's a porn parody of like knives out maybe really oh no, i'm trying i'm trying like it's right. hard yeah because like, there's a porn parody of what's it called jojo rabbit like i don't want to see that <laughs> shit <laughs> like uh, it turns out it turns out the, it, it turns out the mo- you say say it first. I think we're, we're going the same way. What are you going to say? I was going to say he imagines a sexy woman Hitler instead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, the big, so it's like, Dita Von Teese is playing. <laughs> the big emotional moment at the end when he like renounces hatred. He's just like, I'm, I no longer find you sexy, Hitler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, oh my God. I, I remember when they turned that corner where like that used to be one of the big jokes like coming up with funny porn parody titles like that was the funniest joke when you were 12 and like there was a and there was a point where they just stopped doing that and like all the names were like this ain't scrubs right this ain't scrub this ain't this oh this ain't the cosby show <laughs> yeah <laughs> Turns out it actually was the Cosby Show, but <laughs> fuck yeah, the Cosby Show one. I was surprised by the writing on that. I was oh, like, oh I these wa- jokes yo. aren't Wait, bad. there is a Cosby yo, Show. They, 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 one? They, they, there's two of them. In, in college, me and my friends used to just watch the second one because we were like, "Yo, did that?" Because I remember I, I had it. I put it on because we were sitting there laughing, and then we all pop, we all stopped, and we were like, "Yo." This is like actually good. Right. Like, it's actually it's actually well written. Hold up. Yeah, it's like touching family moments. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Oh, die. God damn it. Uh, I'm mad at myself. Actually, no, I, I was gonna call I was gonna call my homie Keenan to be like, yo, remember that shit? But I I don't think he's gonna want to talk on the phone about that. You know, you know how um you know how they're like taking episodes like like problematic episodes of sitcoms off yeah i've I've seen that they should just release all really like replace all the 30 rock episodes they took off with the 30 rock porn parody (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's more that's that's more that's more that's more inclusive for sure (laughs) yeah yeah sometimes porn be the most like woke shit and you'd be you'd be surprised like damn like 
they were advanced they were thinking about this and that but this isn't a porno podcast until we get a porn star on the show any porn stars i listen to come on even that only fans hollas we'll we'll fucking talk about the shit we're gonna talk about some more music and shit you was talking about jazz earlier and and on this whole tangent but like what in jazz has been like because you're the second you're the second guest we've had that's like been like yo i love i've been listening to a lot of jazz no i i gotta say i'm not an expert by any means of course at all but like, like no, uh, what, 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 what do you feel this, i can't matter. i can't even i feel like i can't even talk like yes you can fuck that shit you listen to this shit it's just uh it's good because i don't have a lot of stuff i can write to like i remember mm-hmm. uh a few years ago i was just going through like my spotify like fame stuff looking for music to write to which i don't do that which i wasn't doing that often i was like okay what's something kind of like quiet and no lyrics that I can just put on the background. There was literally nothing. It was all screaming music, and shit mm-hmm. like that. So, so like uh, I got re- and also it's, oh, it's just good and like it's very. I think it's very adventurous. Like I listened to a lot of the like weirder experimental stuff from the seventies. Like like like, acid, Rock, acid. like Jacko oh, yeah. and shit. Oh yeah, I, I like him. Jocko, I don't know. Yeah, Jocko, the story. Let's, let's, let's play one of these niggas. I never, because I, I listen to jazz like that. So uh, I can, uh, uh, can I uh, say Sun Ra song to play? Yeah, hell yeah. What you mean? Uh, Sun Ra, where pathways meet. All right, we're gonna. I, I love. I've like fallen in love with this song over the quarantine. I think it's on Spotify. Sweet. Let's play that shit. This makes me want to do heroin on Sesame Street. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, it sounds like a, a cartoon villain is showing up. <laughs> yeah. Right, no, I've been tying a lot of ladies to train tracks during the quarantine. You just shaved your mustache yesterday. <laughs> You're trying yeah. too much. <laughs> right, yeah, I've just been, for the past 10, uh, 12 months, I've just been tenting my hands. <laughs> oh, yeah, I've been doing that so often lately, and I feel like a psycho. Yeah, you, you've noticed yourself doing that just like idly. Just idly, just like yeah. <laughs> right. Or I just do one of these and just like yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just I do a lot of when I'm trying to write, I do a lot of pacing. So just like picture me in my apartment, my small apartment, walking back and forth with like this weirdly intense look I don't know I have on my face. Bro, <laughs> it's I was thinking about that last night because I don't because. I don't pace, but I do a similar thing. Like I'm trying to think of shit. Like, I'll be, I'll watch like a Nipsey Hustle video or whatever, and the look on my face, I'm just like I I am so focused. I don't know yeah. what's going on. Right? Yeah, I imagine I listen to like I look like a like back in the before times when comedy was going on. I probably looked like a psycho when I was doing my outside pace before a set. That's like one of the great things about being a smoker. You have the excuse to step outside at any time during a comedy show and just think about your shit. Like, I would very often, like, you just have, when I wasn't smoking, you just have to tell people, like, okay, I, gotta go I gotta go outside, I'll be, I'll be back in however long this Alice in Chains <laughs> song is. <laughs> oh my god, comedy, I swear to god, like, the the more I step away from doing stand-up, the more I realize how, like, just crazy, like, how crazy all this shit is. Yeah. And, uh, like, I remember once Ray Lewis said this about football, he was like, if the fo- if football season is uh, postponed, if football season, if everyone goes on strike, there would be more murders in America. 
because people we need this the sound is psychotic and i thought about it i was just like now that there's no open mics and shit i guarantee you like 4chan 8chan all them places is just like <laughs> on fire like yeah like if, if we if we had if there was like a safe open mics today the half half people on january 6th wouldn't have been there <laughs> or at the very least they would have been there doing a set yeah, yeah they've been like i'm trying to i'm trying to get some jokes yeah. on Right, fucking uh, the the shaman guy dropping his name in a bucket. Dropping his name in a bucket. We used to do that, dog. We used to just drop our names in buckets. And we used wait. to do that, and I cannot wait until we can do that again. That magic day, dog. I keep thinking about that, but I'm just like, like I'm like, I don't, I don't want to catch COVID like that. Yeah. But yeah. I, it's also I'm like, I'm not gonna get vaccinated and go straight to an open mic. Yeah, I'm not right. Yeah, who knows when this will come back on a wide scale? And also, just so many venues are closing down. Like, it's going to be weird to see. Also, it's one of those things where people talk about how the pandemic has been an excuse to phase out things in our society, which are already kind of on the way out. Like, who knows if movie theaters come back? This maybe stand up comedy as a whole is one of those things. Uh, movie theaters, I think movie theaters are going to come back, to be honest. I hope, man. I think, I think, I think. I think there's going to be it's gonna, the system that they're going to have is going to kind of suck a little bit where it's just like hey yo this is netflix's movie theater or the disney plus movie theater it's right. going to be like owned by the studio and it's like so if you want to watch like an indie movie it's good fucking luck you're not going to watch that yeah it's it might also be a thing where it's like uh a hobbyist activity so you're going to movie theaters that make you pay like 35 dollars and like upcharge you on all the drink because it's like a special occasion oh is this an experience go back to it's like all right I just, I just want to go to a movie theater until I want to go on a date to a movie right. theater and just watch a movie while I, protect, while I try to figure out if I can like. Right. I, will, I, will, I, I also I'm, I want there to be that situation where I just like end up seeing the new Fast and the Furious movie at one thirty on a Sunday because like <laughs> I was buying work shirts at Kohl's next door. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, I got an hour to kill. Done. Yeah, watch that movie pass shit that you oh, so many times I'm like, all right, I just got something to eat. Uh, I'll I, go to the movies. Uh do we still have it about yeah. You still have it? <laughs> yeah, I'm it's like Damn. uh is it still running? Is that still a thing? No, God no. I just oh. that, that just <laughs> don't clean out my wallet ever. <laughs> it's like oh yeah, here it is. I this is fucking disgusting looking here we go movie pass uh, i started movie pass when it started when it started to go south they were like please just watch like can you just watch one movie a week and everyone was like no <laughs> I, I there's like a it's it's funny to me because entirely because of movie pass there's an entire generation of like movies from the second half of 2018 that everybody within my age range that lived in new york has seen for like for some reason i'm gonna we're gonna grow up in a generation where for some reason everybody like us has seen unfriended dark web <laughs> just like small movies that nobody should Wait, unfriended that, that the shit about the shit where it's just like on facebook or whatever yeah i was just like reaching for an example oh, yeah, no no that movie no that movie's great it's a good movie yeah no, they, no they, i think what sucks is like there's so many. There are gonna be so many small movies that we've all seen that are so fucking good that we're not gonna know everyone else has seen until it's like because the popular ones are just gonna like like it. It feels weird to think about the award movies that have won awards and shit. Sometimes like they like they don't last. Not especially not lately. Yeah, like, like the Oscars has be, have become more of a niche thing. Like every so, everyone saw Parasite, but like yeah. I don't even remember what the nine other nominees were. It was like Parasite, then it was what like late, 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 
Yeah, Moonlight. Yeah, that was. The, I think that, that was the year before. Yeah, yeah. Everyone Moonlight saw. Didn't... Everyone saw like La La Land, the Moonlight. Yeah, and then like what you call it? Uh, what's the shit with Lady Bird or whatever? Lady Bird. Yeah, Lady Bird. <laughs> but also, like they just like movies that aren't superhero stuff just doesn't do like big money anymore. Like I, I remember I saw like. Uh, I might talked about this on something else, but for some reason I was just on Wikipedia, just like going down a wormhole of movies. I saw something like Rain Man. Remember that movie Rain? Yeah. Man in the 80s? Mm-hmm. It made like four hundred million dollars. Like that would never happen today. With like Lady Bird, you know? Yeah. Like, that- only people who like actively follow movies have seen that, and like you can catch. Well, not actively, you can casually follow movies, but like they don't take over the culture. Like it's the media class mainly who like sees and drives the conversation. I think with it, it still can happen. It's just something like this. It's, it's a new phenomenon I've seen a lot lately. When the, the movie comes to Netflix, mm-hmm. it could be it could come out whenever. But when it comes yeah. to Netflix, everyone is like. Did you see, like you can see people slowly be like, oh, this movie was great the entire time. We never noticed. Right. But it's interesting. Like, that's been all the movies this year. Yeah. I mean, every movie that's been a water cooler thing, not a water cooler, but you know what I mean, has been a Netflix movie. And even then, I feel like there's like no parasite this year, I feel like. Nah, there's not. But like, I just, I just, I just remember like when Bird Box came out and that shit, like, and. <laughs> It was it took over everything, but it was like very manufactured of how it took over everything. Right, yeah, it was like a meat. And, also, a meme, a and also it took over for about three days and it kind of didn't even take over about the movie. Like I still don't know what happens in Bird Box other than like you can't see things. It's like uh, you didn't see it? <laughs> no. Uh I give we can we can give you a summary real quick. It's like basically it's Sandra Bullock and that's all you need to know. Sandra Bullock. Yes. Yeah, she's playing that same. I, I've like, seen uh, this ain't Bird Box, a triple X parody. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen Bird Box. Yeah, Bird Box three X's. Bird Box, yeah. <laughs> but um, basically, it's Sandra Bullock, and she's playing the typical like, "Hey, I'm kind of a cunt, but actually, I'm not a cunt character. Like, I actually care so much that I'm not a bad. Like, I might sound bitchy now, but by the end of the movie, you're gonna find out I'm endearing." And also, you don't know how old I am, even though there are spots where she's blatantly like fifty. You could tell like, you're you're fifty. You don't don't try to lie to me. So anyway, there, like a plot point where she's hiding her age. Not hide. No, it's not a plot point, but it's just like the movie tries to be like, oh, she's still because the because the love interest is this dude oh. is is the is the the main nigga from Moonlight, the Trevante or whatever, right? And he's like, you know, like he's attracted to her from Jump, which is really weird. He's like, oh, you pregnant? Can I touch your stomach? And it's just like, which is weird as shit. But anyway. Machine Gun Kelly dies. Lil Rel dies. Uh, the the psycho the psychoanalyst from uh, Law and Order SVU he dies. Uh, what's his name? The bad guy from Con Air, John Malkovich. <laughs> John Malkovich, the fucking great actor, John Malkovich, who I who the first thing I think of is Con Air every time. <laughs> that piece of gar- that piece of trash, that piece of garbage, but. No, no, that, no, actually, no. Before I go back to Bird Box, Conair Loki had an amazing cast. Yeah, yeah, we got her rocks. Yeah, it's like Conair had Steve, John Malkovich, Steve, John Malkovich, Steve Buscemi, Steve Buscemi. Cage, of course. Ving Rames, the most underrated actor alive. <laughs> Crazy range. He does. Hey. I do. I just learned he's the Arby's voice. <laughs> I Who did you think it was? I don't know. I didn't know it was Ving Rhames. They like don't advertise it in the commercial. And he, uh, and he leans he, into it. 
Yeah. You said he's underrated, but they tried to give him an Oscar or something one time, and he gave it to Jack Lemmon because he felt he didn't deserve it. Oh, I remember. Wasn't it like... Okay, you, you're, you're addressing that shit now. Fuck. <laughs> Jack, Lem- Jack Lemmon can be Holiday Heart, nigga. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Yeah, Jack Lemmon just, like, tosses it on a pile of gold. Yeah, Jack, like, Lemmon, can't, Jack Lemmon can't do that shit. <laughs> Baby, look. <laughs> I need you. <laughs> Thanks for keeping me. In the corner of your closet. <laughs> Babe, get out of here. Get, get, get out of here. If I ever win an Oscar, I'm just going to give it to like Jamie Kennedy or someone. Oh. <laughs> like, something that would shock people. It wasn't even nominated. <laughs> oh my God. Hey, Academy, you just got X'd. <laughs> <laughs> you really had a prank show where he did blackface. Yeah, a few Jamie. times. Yes. Yeah. Like nearly every episode. <laughs> That's why nobody knew I it was you. <laughs> also what is, what what how did jamie kennedy even stand out like was it just like like how important was Polly Shore that we were like we need a cheaper version because <laughs> Polly Shore, I like it, we can hate we can, we can, we can, we can hate we can hate on Polly Shore. Polly Shore in like the early 90s and shit he had was, a moment he had a wrong he had, he had, he had, a, whole, he had a whole moment he couldn't miss mtv everyone's like, yeah he just played he just played that character but it's like jamie kennedy i'm like yo all right actually no wait it, it was Malibu's Most Wanted. That's what it was. Malibu's Most yeah. Wanted. That was a big was, movie. That was a, yeah. Nick Swanson wrote that. Nick, mm-hmm. you told me that Did shit, it? right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he met with a, a manager and he's like, oh, I have this idea for a movie. And then he had it like written, like handwritten on pieces of paper. And that became Man, Malibu's Most Wanted. That, that Also, that was like right after 8 Mile, right? Which that probably helped him sell uh, the concept. Possibly, I don't remember exactly when it came out. It probably you did because yeah, it, it, no, it, it definitely came out after Eight Mile. Because if it came out before Eight Mile, Eight Mile, oh, yeah, it wouldn't make sense. It wouldn't make any fucking sense. Right. Oh, you're a white rapper. <laughs> it's like, yeah, but also like Eminem was around for a while before. Yeah, right? and Eminem, we, we shit on him a lot, but Eminem and that is big. He was on BET like a lot. I like I. Uh, <laughs> this is I understand. This is insane. I recently got kind of into Eminem, which is insane. Like right. nobody in their early thirties should be getting into Eminem. I mean, most, most people like. I mean, Eminem is still like you know, it's it's just tired because like the whole thing about him. Like you listen to the old shit, you're just like Jesus Christ. You listen to him now, and it doesn't sound as good because you can hear like every time you hear Eminem rap today, you can just hear like the regret of the person, the rapper he was. It's like Jesus Christ. I was yeah, saying, but it's what? it's interesting because. You just don't really hear music or art that that's that's that angry anymore. That's contemporary. Like it's inter- Like I like you listen to that song the way I am, and it's just it's impressive how much anger he sustains over the course of three and a half minutes. Let's play that. Let's play that shit. You might see Please. me walking. You might see me walking. You might see me walking. Because <laughs> hey, like because this whole thing was just like it's weird. Like all right, this is gonna be. I don't know if this is gonna make any sense. Yeah. Remember, Future said. Future didn't realize how much influence he had on drug use because he was like, damn, I don't really do drugs like that. I just rap about it. Yeah. I feel like Eminem did the same thing for White Rage. He was like, I didn't actually mean this shit. Jesus, because you see him talk now, he's always like, Jesus Christ. Like right. Eminem fans are all these like these weird, like angry fascists. And he's like, That's not what I meant at all. Yeah, it's like kind of it's that rough thing where like I think he was trying to use it as an outlet for like those like weird dark thoughts and like yeah. people just took out like oh this should be the entirety of who I am as a person. He's like isn't this whole thing now like oh I'm a good dad. Because yeah. because his daughter's like 23 and he like she, like she's cognizant of all the shit he's doing. And also like it's funny to listen to back now and just 
hyper-specific cultural references. Like, he's like, oh, this guy's really mad at NSYNC. Yeah, you want, you want to fight Chris Kirkpatrick, the one like, member nobody about, remembers. Yeah, I think about NSYNC, like, maybe once a month. And, like, this guy, like, if you listen to an Eminem song, you're like, oh, this guy listen, like thinks about NSYNC for six hours a day. <laughs> he's so, he hated them so goddamn right. much. Meanwhile, Marilyn Manson was in the video the whole time being a piece of shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. But it's just, it's just Eminem just, man, he was just so, yeah, he was just so angry. And it was so, like, I don't think he, re- he didn't realize that white people were just going to listen to this and be like, I get to be angry too. It was like, no, now he's like, no, don't be, you like, don't be angry, please. Right. You're angry. Also, they should have known because of the fact that Eminem, like, through his career, he supported, like, at least, he tried to launch at least 10 to 15 rap careers. He's only helped one white dude. Well, he tried to uh, try to get his whole like, uh, is it D twelve? D twelve. Yeah, yeah he got, all of them was black. Then after that, Fifty Cent, G Unit, all of them was black. Then after that, you got like Stat, Stat Quo and whoever, whoever, Slaughterhouse, all of them was black. The only white guy he tried to help was Yellow Wolf, and that was it. I try, I, uh, I only know Yellow Wolf from a song I think in NBA Two K, which I think <laughs> is uh, one of the worst songs I've ever heard. Well, Pop the Shrunk. <laughs> I forget what game I forget what game it was, but like the chorus I remember was uh it's super cringe. It's just like I'm too rock for hip hop. I'm too hip hop for rock and roll. <laughs> the saddest <laughs> it thing sucks. The last concert I went to was Yellow Wolf. Oh shit. Am I am I uh am I like uh shitting on RS you like? No, no, no. Oh, it's just like no, it's like you know, it, he's fine. It's just that like I remember I went and then like I thought I'd go to another concert after this, and then I didn't. And that's the last one I've ever gone to. Is that like, like in I, it, March? It was in March last year, or wow. February last year. And it's just like, damn. Weird one to go out on. Weird one to go out on because like, you want like, oh, like somebody's like, oh, I got to see, I got to see Jay Z, I got to see Beyonce, I got to see Megan Thee Stallion, like, yeah, I got to see Yellow. I mean, speaking of rage music that people talk, uh, like angry music that people took the wrong message from, I. uh I was going to see Rage Against the Machine in August. I had like the ticket spot and everything. I love that. I love how, I love how they, they had to have to say like every three months, we're not fascist. Right. It's tough because you, they couldn't make it clearer through the lyrics, but it's just music that's good to lift weights to. So like everyone automatically, like Paul Ryan likes them and shit. It's not, I don't think it's their fault, to be honest. It's I think not, it's just people being stupid. Yeah, I think, I think it's, it's I think it's like kind of cool that they brought like political discourse to like aggro, like, jock dudes i think that's yeah. neat i just wish I they would listen to lyrics more oh people people do not listen to lyrics no. you think about you, you realize it when it's just like that's why especially like rap music like songs in america travel all over the world and these people don't speak english but they listen to the song and it's just like it's it's, it's deeper than it's lyrics is like i feel like lyrics are in rap are like the third the third or fourth most important things like there's more like i think the beat i think like just this i think sonically the melody all that shit is more important than the actual lyrics yeah well i i it's you you mentioned um like they have to remind people they're not fascist every three months it's funny because every three months they do that they always get like hate message we'll say fuck trump or something and like they always get hate messages like I've been a fan for 30 years. <laughs> <laughs> and this was the last straw. 
<laughs> like I've been a fan. Like, I, like, how, how did you not know they had the ang- they had the angriest song on the Tony Hawk Pro Skater Two soundtrack, and you mean yeah. to tell me you didn't know they weren't like they they've been angry for so like also how can how can you be angry on Tony Hawk uh, Tony Hawk game? How can you be mad being around that person? Yeah, uh, you know you're too busy collecting the five letters of the word skate. You can't listen. To the Try, try to find that videotape. Yeah, try to find that goddamn videotape so you can unlock so you can unlock Spider Man so you can do the fucking kickflip where he puts <laughs> right. he shoots his web out and grinds at the web. But nah, I can. <laughs> yeah, I have to maintain a manual for two hours so I can unlock Gene Simmons from Kiss. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to unlock Bam Margera's dad. <laughs> I don't have time. Yeah, I don't have- yeah, I have to grind into the bathroom where he's taking a shit and slapping it. <laughs> Yo, I'm not gonna lie. For a while, Bam Margera, like I kind of, I didn't idolize him, but I thought I liked him a lot because watching his reality shows, which Dell, no, there's there's one dude from that show I guarantee was at the Capitol building because there's one guy who was dressed like that already in like the fuck. But anyway, Bam Margera, right? I just remember seeing like he'd be doing shit and he'd be like, "Hey, yeah," so like, I'm just gonna beat up my dad today. And then his his mom's looking at him, and she's like, "I want to yell at him, but he's so rich. Like I've like I've lost. I can't I can't beat this. Right? How did, yeah. How to just terrify everyone in your life with money? Yeah. It's like because it's like, he was a because he was a piece of shit. Like like during the CKY days and shit. Like he was out here just shitting on his desk and getting expelled from school and skating. And then next thing you know is like his parents. Like he's like he was just a suburban nightmare." Him and his friends yeah. were just suburban nightmares, and now they're worth millions of dollars. And you, as a parent, you can't tell him stop doing this. <laughs> yeah, because it's like, a, Cause, yeah, it's it's that, it's that it's the same way like the kid would spend his money in the movie Blank Check, like that, <laughs> oh, like that genre is, of rich where you just oh, but, but where you, yo, the house looked the same and everything. <laughs> yeah. Same. Yeah, or just like you, you turn your house into a combination arcade pizza place, but you're also <laughs> using that to terrify your poor dad. Oh my god, we were such basic little shit kids that the movie Blank Check was like, oh my god, you can get one blank check, and I'm gonna I'm gonna get an arcade money. You fucking, you know, the kid, the kids, the kids today are just like, oh my god, I got a blank check. I'm gonna donate money to this girls GoFundMe. Like they like they actually care about people and shit. Yeah, they should do. They gotta do like a conscious reboot of Blank Check, where he becomes like a philanthropist entrepreneur. No, I don't want that. I, like, uh, I, I want, yeah. I want like. He becomes like he becomes like one of those like evil Bill Gates type people, or it's just like oh, I'm putting money into vaccine research, but really it's like about like weird population control. Oh no, Bill, no, Bill <laughs> Gates is the most evil, good person I've ever seen. He's I, I've talked, I've, ta- I've talked about this before on the podcast, and I don't know if you ever seen it, but have you ever seen the video of Bill Gates? Like he lets, like he's in a, he's got a conference talking about malaria in Africa, mm. and to prove a point, he opens up like a glass box or whatever that's filled with mosquitoes and mosquitoes start flooding into the room <laughs> and he's just like now you see the mosquitoes now imagine that they carried malaria and the audience starts applauding they start laughing because it's just they're like oh my but it's like you see what he just fucking did you yeah. sure they weren't trying to kill mosquitoes yeah <laughs> what he what he was giving this ted talk was he wearing <laughs> was he wearing a green suit with question marks all over <laughs> he might have <laughs> Was he holding a staff shaped like a question mark? <laughs> yeah. Did he have on a bowler hat? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, you're to you're to you're to tell us when we're gonna get the vaccine on CNN is the Riddler. Yeah, I'll tell you when. Not I won't tell you when. I'll tell you how. <laughs> like, like, what the fuck are you talking? Like, uh, also, how the how is the Riddler? Like, all right, Joker. I can understand. Yeah. I can kind of understand how Joker stays alive because Joker is crazy and everyone's afraid of him, so they don't want to try him because they know like, if they try to kill him, he's like he's he's smart. He thinks ahead. The Riddler. How is no one fucking murdered him? Like the, I'm not, I'm not, I don't I don't mean I don't mean Batman because I know Batman doesn't kill people. Yeah. I mean he might, but he doesn't. But like I'm talking about like other villains because these are ba- like we're bad people uh, collectively. Yeah, I could see Killer Croc, Killer Croc when they just be like, you know what, fuck you, nah, just bite him. That's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, is is like the Riddler's thing? He communicates through like TV screens and stuff. Like I I feel like. I don't know much about the Riddler, which knowing who I am probably sounds like it's bullshit. I swear to God. <laughs> no one, no, no one knows about the dude. His, his last name is like Enigma, like Arthur. His name is, his last name is Edward Enigma. Like, yeah, Edward, Edward Enigma. Really, <laughs> Ed Enigma. Yeah, yo. You ever hear the story about when yeah, it's, it's Jim like Carrey? Bill Gates' his name was like Frankie Computers. Now I'd be Patrick Computers for PC. <laughs> but uh, what was it? Fucking uh, when Jim Carrey played Riddler in the Batman movie, right? He said Tommy Lee Jones one day just saw him, gave him a hug. You heard the story? I've heard the story. Mm-hmm. Saw him, Please gave him a it. hug, and said, "I fucking hate you." <laughs> no, I uh, uh, the the story I read was uh, I'm I'm trying not to paraphrase. Yeah. I think this is pretty much what he said. He said, "Like I cannot tolerate your buffoonery or some like right. words like that." Something like that. Yeah. yeah, I can see that though because, like, after watching that Jim Carrey documentary about uh, what's oh, the what, oh Andy, Andy Kaufman, Kaufman that yeah. Yeah, which made which made me kind of like Jim Carrey a little bit more, but made me fucking hate the idea of Andy Kaufman. I was like, because like no, I mean like Jim Carrey's commitment to playing this guy. Mm-hmm. And I'm watching this shit, right? I'm just like, when I was watching Andy Kaufman, I'm like, Yo, this nigga's not fucking funny. None of this is funny. Yeah, no, they, uh, the, hey man, the fact you just said that means you're not fucking in on the joke, bro. <laughs> I hate, yo, I hate that, fu- yo, I, I hate that kind of like, I don't want to call it white, but that shitty white humor, just like, oh, you're not in on it. No, tell me the fucking joke. <laughs> like, I come from, I come from a school play. I come from a school where it's just like, yo, a lot. Everyone I know who tells jokes, they told jokes that, so they could, they wouldn't get beat the fuck up or robbed. You talked your way out of bad situations. You don't make fucking inside jokes with a fucking like a nigga has a gun to your face. You don't just say, oh, let me go get my doll hairs out. Get the fuck out of here. You get pistol whipped. You get fucking pistol whipped. Are you are you sure about this? this, this this is how we fucking. This is how niggas survive. People told jokes to like you told jokes because you didn't want to get shot, stabbed. We want to get laid. You want to make sure you want to charm a teacher. You don't just go like, oh, excuse me, I have spaghetti in my pocket. No one's gonna want to fuck you, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> fucking grail. Fucking graduate. Just that's why that. Jim yeah. Carrey trying to talk his way out of a mugging, but he's doing it out of his ass like Ace. But Jim Carrey can do that. Jim Carrey can do that <laughs> because Jim Carrey, because because his thing, because Jim Carrey, Jim Carrey's actually funny. He was legitimately funny. Like you watch his, you watch his stand up and shit. It's not a lot of jokes, but he's just funny to fucking look at and see him <laughs> do shit. And this, like talking out of his ass is funny every time. <laughs> 
<laughs> so we tried to rob you. Give me your money. Hey, so he's just talking out of his butt. <laughs> I can't rob you, man. He's like, okay, okay. Actually, I'm like, no, 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 Judge. Come on, come on. Give me, give me your phone. Give me your phone. Let me take a picture. It's my smartphone. When he recognized, I'm like, oh my god, you're Jim Carrey. Yeah, he's sitting there next to the butt, like, look. Yeah, he can't recognize his face, but he can recognize. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the truth, bro. So that's what that's what I was saying with that fucking documentary, bro. I was just like, he why did he dedicate so much? Then realizing that he was like, and then he said a, a key point that bring me back to Batman was just like he's like, yeah, in every role, I kind of fucking believe and I have to commit to this idea of the person. And it's like, all right, so Dumb and Dumber, he actually dated that chick. Mary Swanson. He actually dated her in real life. Oh shit! Or like you know, he said As part uh, of the role. Right. Just because, look, because like, because like you know, because Lloyd was in love with her, so like he's like he's like like it's uh, some crazy shit. Then um, what else? Then what else did he do? Oh, he uh, said in uh internal internal sunshine or whatever. He's going through a breakup, so that's what brought that out. So I just imagine Jim Carrey being on the Batman. It was the Batman and Robin. Uh, um, Batman Forever. Batman on the bat on the Batman for uh, that Batman Forever. Everyone's wearing these weird nipple things, and he's just walking. He's just walking around being like an extra weird, annoying version of Jared Leto. Annoying Tommy. <laughs> yeah, Tim. you're just sending riddles to the president. <laughs> exactly sending riddles to George. They, they, they have yeah. cease and desist to like excuse from uh, from the FBI being like, please stop harassing President Clinton. <laughs> uh, yeah, J- Jim. The movie's finished shooting. You can stop being obsessed with the number twenty three. <laughs> <laughs> you can stop wearing that. You can stop wearing that Jordan jersey, please. <laughs> is he wearing a Jordan jersey in that movie? No, but is this, this a number twenty three? That's all I can think. Of. Um, I'm a fucking idiot. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good, man. But all right, I gotta ask you this, Brody. So let me know what's been going on. Oh shit, my light went out. It does that a lot, but it's cool. It's, it's daytime now, so it don't fucking matter. But tell me what's been going on in your life, and what could you use a song for? Because I could help. Oh shit! Well, trying to uh, trying to write stuff. I'm trying to like really key in on um, I'm writing another pilot right now. I wrote one uh, last year. I'm just going for a second. Uh, I've just been kind of internally in my own world a lot. I'm trying to be comfortable with the idea of being alone because uh, stuff's not going to open up for a while. I'm getting kind of anxious because I take a lot of, I like to take a lot of brainstorming walks while I write and that really can't happen with the snow and shit. I just like, yeah. I just like talking about being in your apartment basically. All right. So, um, huh. Did I help at all? That's yeah, no, 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 that out. I'm just, yeah, I'm just thinking about it now. And what I would say is like I feel you. I think like the idea of like anxiety and like anxiety in the sense of like what you described to me is you like to be in motion. And like when you you like to you get your best thinking done when you're walking around because very much, yeah. You're pacing because you have that like anxiety kind of manifests itself like this fight or flight kind of thing where it's just like you have to expel energy somehow. And that's why they say exercise and stuff like that is good to keep you keep you going. And now it sucks because we're trapped in the crib and you really can't go and you can't go anywhere to express that energy or anything like that. So I think what would help is listening to a song, right? That would um a song that would help you just expel that energy. Like in hearing it, you're just like oh, yeah. I'm ready to go. And I, I'm trying- I like I like hard stuff. I like like really loud shit. Yeah, really, yeah, I got you. I got you. So I'm sitting, I'm sitting here trying to figure this out. Hell yeah. I'm because excited. um I want to get you something that's good because 
I understand this. I understand this completely. I understand that. I understand that meaning. I understand what you're going through. I understand like what it's like to be like, I have to fucking make that. I have to do some shit. Right. And I'm not going to play that. Hmm. Okay. I got, I got, I got, I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting closer. Should I be killing dead air with Nick? I'm so sorry. No, 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 don't worry about it. Is, yeah, I can tell. I'm just, no, I'm just, Nick, I'm I thought about you. your uh, Steve Harvey joke the other day. <laughs> That joke is dead and gone. It's well, it's not not in my memory and my heart. It's <laughs> well, thank not. I remember I was like around you, like uh, when you're just like doing the riff that eventually led to that bit, and it's mm-hmm. like a handful of times in my life where I ever felt like I was in a biopic. Like I felt <laughs> like I felt like I was in a scene, like in a movie where Johnny Cash is like, oh, I, f- I feel like I'm always walking the line. And I'm the guy who's like, Johnny, that's pretty good. <laughs> I, I I haven't heard the Steve Harvey joke. Can I can I get Nick if you don't mind? It's a it's a visual thing. So I'm I don't so know. sorry, oh, Nick. I'm so sorry. Yeah, it was just basically about how he makes people feel like shit when they answer a question wrong on this game <laughs> show where they're trying to win money for their family. Yeah, it's like yeah. give them a break, man. You had the answers behind you. Leave them alone. Yeah, right. And it's also like it's also I, I'm sorry if I'm stepping on your joke, but it's also a thing where like the topic will be like, what's something you do in the bedroom? And like somebody will like very afraid because they know what's happening, answer like sex, and then be like, what <laughs> <Yeah>. the fuck? <laughs> this this a family show. Talking all this stuff. <laughs> and he says the bit was dead <laughs> on a dime. <laughs> all right. That's in that time, thank you for doing that. Because in that time, <laughs> I did find something that would that work out great. Because you said with you said with writing and stuff, you said with writing, you like to listen to instrumentals. You like to listen to you don't want to hear you don't want to hear voices and shit like that. I got the perfect thing for you. All right, so this is this is jazz trio. I believe it might be a trio. It might be whatever. It's a group, but they're called the L Michaels Affair, right? And that's M I C H E L S affair. And they had an album called Enter the 37th Chamber where they did jazz renditions of old Wu Tang songs. All right. Yeah. So, you know what? We're going to go with the song. All right. Because you want you to get, get some shit written. You want to do, do this. You want to do some shit. I would say uh, let's go with Uzi Pinky Rain. Oh, oh, yeah. If you ever watch, if you ever watch that video, it's, it's pretty sick. So, I like, I. I love this album. Being uh, be, being like a, a white nerd from the suburbs, I, I very much like the Wu Tang Clan. Yeah. So I think that this would well. This would, this would help. I think the snare is like you know good because again, as we're talking about expelling energy and shit, yeah. and there's something about a snare that just it's like a, it's like a call to attention. It's like a, it's a very sharp sharp. Right. right. You're perked no, up. This is very. This is very well something I can throw on while I'm writing. Yeah, you could. Yeah, you can walk around if you want. If you if you got time to walk, you can walk, stop, smoke, look around, be shifty. Yeah, this sounds like so. And this is this is what I'm good. This is really rolling. This does sound like something I would smoke four cigarettes in an hour too. <laughs> this is why, which when you, it's when you know I'm doing something good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this is us. This is what I recommend, bro. Because oh, honestly, yeah. 
I think that also you got you got you also you got to stop for a second and give yourself some real credit, bro. Because you said you you wrote a, you wrote a pilot last year, yeah, and then you're gonna write a pilot this year. Right. That's fucking incredible. Most people like you know they struggle to write that first one. That first pilot is a hard it's it's hard as hell to do. I, I mean, it's just it's an absence of anything else to do, you know. Oh no, no, trust me, bro. I get that shit. That's what, that's how that's how I wrote my shit last year. I wrote my shit out of a place of anxiety and grief. I had to like just focus on fucking writing some shit. So, I had like, to like literally lend my playstation 4 to a friend and like uh, it's like to be oh. able to just like destroy all distractions because like uh, like my friend was like this is so nice i didn't view it as a favor i was like just take it get the fuck out of here get, yeah. get the fuck out of here yeah that, that no i feel that i understand that completely and it's just like it's we talked about my open mics and shit and stand up and shit and it's just like it's hard because we do we do bad thinking and going on mic or going to a show is you're able to express and expel all these thoughts in your head and you're like, all right, yeah. I can start afresh again. Now we got to chill and just live with that shit for real. I have no idea how to know if a joke is funny if I don't do it five times in one week. Exactly. Like, I just, I'm, my brain is so tuned to the instant gratification thing. I'm still yeah. trying to deprogram myself from that. Oh, it sucks. And it's like, I had like the depro for me to deprogram myself. What actually helped was like I didn't do stand up for a while. Then like when, when it when it came back and everyone's doing the park shit, I was like I'm not doing that shit. Then eventually yeah, I, I, yeah, did I didn't. It. But no, eventually I eventually I did. And when I did, I was like, all right, here are all these jokes that I wrote. And I don't know if I'm gonna, and I try. I was like, oh, they actually they they they're cohesive. They make fucking sense because I'm talking. I'm, this is how I this is this is the stuff I think about. So then I was just like, oh, I don't need. Like it made me realize. Well, I can't get up a lot right now, but I know that when I get back up after maybe like a month, maybe two months, because I've been doing comedy. What? I've been I've been doing comedy for twelve years in March, so I'm just like, yo, I've been doing this long enough to know and trust that I can do it again. I mean, I don't know if this like uh, translates, but I was laughing with a friend the other day about the idea that like if and when stand up comes back, we've all been inside for a year and a half so everyone's material is just about shit they've been watching so everyone will become <laughs> alt like like every comedian will be like the ninja turtles are crazy Yo, I, wrote joke about, life I wrote a joke about them i wrote a joke about them last week bro like, <laughs> the ninja turtles <laughs> I, would, I would say it now because i was like yo the ninja turtles must have smelled like shit uh, <laughs> of course yeah because they because they were they lived in they lived in the sewer they were ninjas they oh, were te- their they, father yeah they, they, you know, they were teenagers <laughs> like a pubescent a pubescent a pubescent turtle must smell awful yeah. plus that diet of pizza can't be yeah exactly all you, all you eat is pizza yeah they're just learning you they're just learning you're supposed to shower Every day, <laughs> yeah, I used to, I used to, I used to, I used to really believe like, oh, oh my God, Casey Jones must have been so cool to pull April, but it's like, no, you just people hangs up. <laughs> April, April, <laughs> April hangs up with fucking turtles. Okay. Well, who Casey Jones is? He's the guy who like doesn't go to college and stays behind to buy all the high schoolers beer. That's <laughs> <laughs> Casey. That's Casey. Yeah. Yeah. Don't invite him to a party, but he's cool. Like, hey, right. where's the party? Oh, man, you know, it's like a really private thing. Yeah. All right. <laughs> but like, not. Nah, we're, go- we're going all in on this Ninja Turtles bit, but the thing that was like really funny to me about the theme song is like, there's that part of the theme song where they're saying all the turtles different traits. Yeah. And it's like, Michelangelo's a party dude. It's like they're all party dudes. <laughs> <laughs> but they're, they're, no, they're, they're still like 
I even think about it, they're still so cool. I don't give a fuck what nobody says. The Ninja Turtles are still so fucking yeah. that whatever exact no not exact because it was a it was a guy who was a fan of Daredevil who made that you, you know that right yeah like, you know, have you, ever, you, know, have you ever seen that okay basically the Ninja Turtles right you know in Daredevil how he lost his sight Nick. Mm-hmm. He lost his sight because of the toxic waste or whatever. Right, right, right. Because remember back in the day when it was like there was just toxic waste everywhere. Right, just out, <laughs> just out. <laughs> you could just find toxic waste. There was just like it, like be out like a busy street. Oh, here comes the, the toxic waste truck. Wave at it, and it would crash. Everyone would get powers. Open bin like it's recycling. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, it was all greenish. It was dope. But anyway, that when when the when. Matt Murdock last lost his sight. The ooze went into the sewer and it landed on some turtles. Uh, yeah. Now in the comic book, now Ninja Turtles have a comic book that is fucked up. It's dark. It's dark. There's there's there's, there's one there's one I think storyline where it was just yeah, like they're all step brothers. <laughs> <laughs> That was fucking perfect. (laughs) Oh, Uh, comedy will be back one day. Yeah, comedy's comedy's going back. Comedy's going back. Comedy never died. But uh, my first album is going to be called "They're All Step Brothers." (laughs) That shit is so fucking funny. (laughs) Mm. Damn. I'm so sorry I interrupted you. Nah, it doesn't matter. That's the story. Doesn't fucking matter. But anyway, the the Ninja Turtles were just cool, and they will always be cool. I don't care what anybody says. I don't care how corny. Like, like no one. Everyone from our like. Oh shit! Let's back on. I was like, what's that, what's that noise? But anyway, I'm just saying, like, no one can, no, you can't, no one, you can't call anybody lame for like the Ninja Turtles, bro. Everyone liked that shit mm. across all demographics. It was the first thing I can remember being obsessed with. It was yeah. like that, and then Power Rangers. Yeah, and there, the but, but today there are still girls who dress up as like slutty, slutty Ninja Turtles on fucking Halloween. So it's like, no, it, it crossed all genres. Yeah. And I, I I live like a ninja turtle without the <laughs> crime fighting part. <laughs> Yo, you ever watch the show Detroiters? No, I hear it's great. I need to. Oh, George Wallace. I love Tim Robinson. Obviously, George, George Wallace has a line like that. He was just like, I used to live. He's like, he's, he plays an old musician. He's like, yeah, I used to live here with the four tops. You live like the ninja turtle. <laughs> and I was just like, what do you mean? Well, there's four of them. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. <laughs> But still, everyone <laughs> loves that shit. Every, yeah. People like yo. I know too many hot girls that have dressed up as Ninja Turtles for Halloween. That's Ninja Turtles, there. Ninja Turtles in a circle around a flaming trash can, just singing harmonies. <laughs> just singing. <yeah. laughs> New Jack City. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I'm crack. Shut it! Shut it! Got Shut it! Got the Carter now. God damn. <laughs> I would love to see that just old classic hood movies in in New York that take place in New York, and then the Ninja Turtles come in and are involved somehow. <laughs> like the Ninja Turtles got to take down Nino Brown and shit. Yeah, yeah right. Casey Jones. Casey Jones is Pookie. Oh, you're five o. Yeah, it's just Splinter screaming Attica. <laughs> oh, what are you, oh, you're five o. Help me! Help me! I'm going to die. <laughs> <laughs> 
This pizza man keep calling me. He keep, keep calling, keep calling, keep calling, calling me, man. He calling me, man. <laughs> keep, keep, keep calling me. Keep calling me. What'd you say about Attica? No, no, I was just thinking, trying to think of down New York movies. <laughs> Attica. Wasn't even me. I forget. Was that just looking about some jail shit? Uh, it was a uh, dog day afternoon. Yeah, like there was a ride in Attica that I think was provoked by the police. I should know more about the story. Uh, back in old New York movies, yeah. it's so fucking gritty. I watched, right. I'll, like, I I tried to people watch. People will never sweat that way again. There's no, a special no. way people sweated that only exists. In oh the my 70s. god, it was like it was just. Uh, I didn't. Like, no, you watch those movies, you're just like, if, if this is fucking Manhattan, what is Brooklyn? Like, I don't want to be in Brooklyn. You got your fucking mind. Like I watched. Yeah, bro- Brooklyn is the exact same as it is in 2020. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, I watched Spawn, the animated series on um, HBO, and it's just New York. It's New York then. It's like it's New York in the '90s, and it's still just as fucked up. You're like, what? What happened? Yeah, it was just like this grimy seed. And I say New York like it's not grimy anymore, but it's still like rats, just casually like oh, what's cracking? Like, rats will not. Rats don't run from you. They run towards you. Oh, there are rats all over my fucking street. Oh my god! I like. I'll go out if I go out for a smoke at two a.m. I will see over under seven rats about <laughs> just like fucking around in my trash can. Oh uh, yeah, that's <laughs> but bro, like I I think well, like it's still cleaner to me than like Austin. I will say for the amount of rats I've seen outside my apartment, I should have seen at least one splinter. By now. <laughs> yeah, I should have seen one splinter. Yeah, yeah, one kung fu rat. Yeah, just by the law of odds. <laughs> I don't know how like how did Splinter learn I don't know how Splinter learned Kung Fu karate either. Well then wasn't he like a karate guy that got turned into a rat? No, you know he was no he was a rat first. Was he? He was Splinter started out he started he started out a rat. And then okay. like I, I think he started out a rat. He got hit with the he got hit with the toxic waste or whatever. But then I think there's a karate book somewhere he just read the shit. How'd he learn to read? Because because the, the toxic ways gave him powers. It gave it gave him the ability to comprehend like literature. That's what that that was that was the first power. That's the most that's the most important power. That's what yeah, that's what Turtles is all about. If he they, if he could, if Spinner couldn't read, they'd be, it, it'd have been fucked. Yeah, Duh, you'd be just pizza rat. That's all. Also, <laughs> every time there's a kid like in danger of being held back, a grade because he's a bad student, just. Spill a little toxic waste on him. Yeah, a little bit toxic waste. Put a little bit under his tongue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, treat it like a CBD tincture. Yeah, you might get cancer later, but hey, you might get cancer later. But you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna pass, you're gonna pass geology, bro. No, you're gonna pass geology. You might get cancer in your mouth later, super bad. But today, you got an A, you got an A in geometry. You got trigonometry now, bro. I am. So sorry. Can we pause? Yeah. I, I need to. I need to pee so fucking bad. I'm, I'm oh, driving. Yeah, yeah, I gotta. I'll. I'll be back in like two minutes. I'm so sorry. No problem. God damn! I forgot. Yeah. Oh yeah. All right. Um. Pause that. What's Thank happening? You. Whenever you're ready. I hope I left you a clean edit point. Oh, That's yeah. all good. You know, I don't give. I don't give a shit about edits, bro. This is we keep it real. But Sweet. all right. Um, we talk about Ninja Turtles a lot, but that's the last thing I'll say about them. Who's buying the pizza, dog? Oh, <laughs> uh, I mean, they can all do the call, they're April. cooking it themselves. <laughs> they have one box, of yeah, they, they, had, they had phones in the sewer, <laughs> and they're going to pay phones. To the, like, so, like, I think, like, how do they make how do they make any money? 
the pizza I'm, I'm I have questions about, and also the the the, the outfits. What they never talk about in the show is the pizza they all eat is just ones that people threw away. <laughs> yeah, that was who's throwing away full slices of pizza that's in how, the sewer? That's how crazy New York was in the eighties. Everyone was so coked up. Everyone was so coked up. I can't. I can't finish this. They give you a slice as big as your head. You couldn't even you finish. Want, it. No, you want, if you want, if you want free, if you want free food, but you want free food, hang out with some cokeheads, bro. They'll give you all the free. Like, they, they can't eat for nothing. Like, yo, I can't. I can't even feel it, bro. You want it? Sure, I'll take this whole calzone. That's what happened. But I'm gonna wrap this thing up. I just want to ask you a question. I'm gonna ask you something's going on in my life. And then I want you to give me a song for that. I am terrified for this. Okay, I, it's fine. Don't I don't don't think about it. Just let the song come to you as I describe the same way. I listen to just ex- almost exclusively old nerd shit. So I don't care, bro. We yeah. talk. We, you know, we just talked about Ninja Turtles for fucking twenty minutes. I don't. <laughs> you think? I, you know, like, oh, this is too nerdy. Fuck that. Anyway, all right. So this was happening. Um. Well, right now, like all my roommates are moving out. I have to get new. I'm getting new ones soon. And I feel kind of weird about it because a part of me feels like a little betrayed by them for moving. Like, how dare you leave this apartment? Maybe built this together. But at the end of the day, they're also like they have their own reasons to be in New York. And I want to move it at some point, too. But I determined that I'm not ready for it yet. But now my fear is that, like, I'm just going to be one of those people that's just like, yeah, I moved here in 2018. I never I never left. I just like just become like that. That comes part of my person, my persona, and being like, I love my apartment too much. In reality, yeah. like, I can. That's something you're afraid of. You don't. Yeah, I don't want. I don't want to. I don't want to be. I don't, don't want to be that guy. Like, I feel like that works when you live by yourself. If you have an yeah. apartment, like, yeah, I love this apartment. I've lived here by myself this whole time. You're afraid of like no mobility happening. In yeah, no mobility, life. just complacency. Okay, that's what I'm. That's what I'm afraid. Of. I'm. Afraid, I'm really afraid of complacency. Like even now, it's just like I got a job and I like it. I love. I like. I like. I like working. I like what I'm doing. But then like. I got somebody was like, "Yo, do you want to do this packet?" And I was like, "Get the fuck out of here! Why would I ever do a packet again?" <laughs> but it's like, no, but that, but you have to still do that shit to make because that's what this this whole this this whole comedy shit is about. Like, you keep working, you never get complacent and satisfied with what the fuck you're doing because things can change tomorrow unless you're like, unless you're just something crazy, unless you're like writing, unless you're like writing for like The Simpsons or some shit. You can't be like, I'm not going to do a packet. You got to always want more. So I'm afraid of being complacent. Hmm. I think do I'm you like, want a song that's going to feed into that anxiety. Do you want a song that will make you feel better or something that will kind of embody that headspace? Because I might have one for the latter. I think feel I better. Want, okay. Because, Ooh. okay. Yeah, that, because, that might be tough. All right. But like, cause I, I'll, I'll spend a little bit more because it's like, I know in my heart that like, you know, like I know how I operate. I know that why 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 i think it's complacency i'm still like working towards something so i'll be fine in the long i'll be fine in the long term because i keep working but right now i have this fear of just like yo i am like i am three thousand dollars and two unprotected sexual encounters away from just being like fuck it i'm good where i'm at <laughs> like if i have raw sex and get three stacks i don't think i'm not I'm, i think i'd stop trying anything <laughs> I'm gonna Are those I'm, two acts combined somehow, or is it just <laughs> two separate things that need to happen? <laughs> yeah. It's like two separate things that could happen, but yeah, time's a flat circle. All of it's crazy. Yeah, can I can I find a clinical study that will pay me like to test out like HPV on a person? <laughs> can you pay me to get somebody HPV? <laughs> yeah, just get it in a needle. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> you're just you're begging you don't get the placebo HPV shot. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! If I please give me the placebo. Yeah. Oh my god. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna recommend something. I'm not sure it will. Uh, I don't listen to a lot of inspirational music. I guess so. I'm not sure it'll make you feel better. But I have I might have something that kind of embodies that mindset. It's a song uh, called uh, "Stoned." and starving by a band called the Parquet Courts, spelled P-A-R-Q-U-E-T, then courts spelled like basketball court. Okay. Yeah. Let's play this shit. Yeah. I want it. This is a song that I uh, first came to really like because it name drops Ridgewood a lot, but it's basically... Ridgewood! Yeah. It's basically a song that's just about wandering around your neighborhood and killing time and feeling kind of directionless and being, as the song says, stone and start, like that weird feeling of anxious... Like stasis, I guess. I got say, not going anywhere. I love this song. Let's play this shit. When we were talking about the kind of rock music that's still happening but not popular now, this is that. All right, yeah, let's play it. Yeah, this is real like Pitchfork best new music stuff. Ah, fucking Pitchfork! I thought I got that. That's your sweet life being a writer for Pitchfork. (laughs) I, I, I. Controversial, I think it would be hard because I think I think the first ten reviews you just glide through. Yeah. And then if you you're like, oh, what the fuck can I say about music? Because there's like only so many ways you can write about it. Oh yeah, trust me. Yeah, I have like yeah, I do because I, I do album reviews on my site, and I, that. Oh, that, you're right. Yeah. That that that, that happens because eventually you just want to write like who like you want to write like who the fuck am I to say anything about this? You want to write your like oh, I I'm judging I'm judging a, I'm judging an art form that I could never fucking create <laughs> right. and be like I wish they did this better I wish Megan the Stallion went back to the next yeah also you're trying to like read insight into stuff that maybe the artist thought for two seconds about yeah that's one of so my favorite you're like afraid you're coming off as pretentious yo that actually reminds me this isn't this isn't music but it's like it's very similar uh, I saw Keegan Michael Key talk to Eddie Murphy right. And they're talking. They're doing a roundtable about Dolomite is my name. Great movie. But he was he he was just like, yeah. uh, I watched you, Eddie. Like, and when we're doing a movie, like, I've been doing improv my whole life, blah blah blah. And you did this. You did this. You did these two things that were such perfect improv. And I was just like, how could you? And he's like, and he's going into detail, breaking it down. Eddie is just like, huh? I never thought of any of that. It's just like, (laughs) it's it's, it's kind of crazy. Like, you, you don't. Yeah, I just. It's not like a constant I've encountered with like every thing I've ever tried to write is the stuff you spend so much time on is never as good as the stuff that comes to you over the course of maybe two minutes. Just yes. naturally. It's so fucking frustrating. It's think, so hard to like you have to put yourself in a passive creative mindset, which is such a weird balance to strike. Oh yeah. I like I actually I've been tapping into that a lot more lately because what I realized is it's like there are certain scenarios, certain t- cer- there are certain things that need to be happening when I want to create, when I want to write. And I realized, like, instead of being like, oh, it used to be like, oh, shit, if I get super high and do this, I could write well. And after a while, that, became, that didn't become conducive because there'd be moments I'd get super high and it wouldn't happen. And I, I realized, no, it's not the getting high. It's this one feeling of just like, fuck it, anything can go. Yeah. Just getting that, getting that feeling of freedom. And on top of that, it was also just like, well, I need to like, oh, I need to be talking to, I need to be dating somebody. And I was like, no, it's not that. It's just that feeling of insecurity. It's like, you know what? I'm fine. And how can I find little ways to replicate that shit? And then I made my writing process so passive where I'm just like, okay, 
if I can kind of train myself to like know the, when I feel these things are sounding right. And on top of that, when I start writing, I might change lighting in my room to give myself this Pavlovian idea of like, all right, the red light's on, it's time to create. Yeah. No, the, the, the thing I feel like, uh, the whole tortured artist cliche, I feel, only works for a handful of people in yeah. comedy because mm -hmm. just pragmatically, it's hard to be funny when you're in a really fucking sour mood. Yeah, tell that to every but every comedian that's still in Boston. <laughs> <laughs> this, we're, we were just just like, and not not even in a disrespectful way, but dog, we were so fucking miserable for no fucking reason. <laughs> dog, who told who told us to do that shit? Who told us? Yeah. Who told us to be angsty and shitty? Well, yeah, they're, I, if they're mad now, it's because every cool bar is closing down and being replaced with the sweet greens. Even fucking cool, even the cool bars, it'd be, it, no, there'd be days you'd be at a cool spot, there's a comedy show, whatever. And you'd see like four comics just roll in looking like dog shit, just angry. Like they just brought this, neg this negativity to No, we don't need to, dog. I'm like, I get it. We all, Sean Donovan is funny. We know it, but we don't, we all don't have to be angry like him to, do, to make comedy work. Nice. Yeah, but you can get you can like I remember I used to bring dates and stuff to shows. People like, how are you bringing dates to shows? And I'm like, because that's what I do. And like, that's who I enjoy to be. But we're just trying to be miserable pieces of shit. We don't have to be that. Yeah, it's it's weird, man. I uh, it's gonna be really interesting to see what the scene is like when comedy eventually does come back. I have no idea. I don't know where it's going to take place. Again, since all the venues are closing down, like I feel like it's going to have to happen like foreclosed office buildings. <laughs> oh, I think one of the hope I have is that while a lot of these venues are closing down, the crazy people and all of them are like the, the mentally, the mentally, the, 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 the whatever people who are tapped, who believe and love and stand, love stand up. They will build new venues. They'll find a way to move. Wow. It's the people like, toss anybody that owns a club don't anything they're fucking out of their mind because they love comedy so fucking much they will find any way to make this thing happen there people are doing shows on the train right now sure so yeah. it's just like that like i think and do we have to be as dedicated as those people probably not. i mean for me it's just a issue of like real estate and spaces you can actually do it because like oh like you can say we'll open new bars and stuff and new venues but what if those venues are already a shake shack you know like <laughs> like, you, like shake shack like just the uh <laughs> yeah yeah the, the light is that coaster they give you that buzzes <laughs> yeah, like, it's, <laughs> it's like oh, so, oh shit my set's up <laughs> All right, guys, I gotta, I gotta go. I gotta go. I gotta go. That's my time. That's my order. I'll see you. <laughs> now, you guys, yeah. <laughs> now I gotta. Now you, now you bomb. Eat the saddest burger of all time. <laughs> if you bomb, they don't give you your order. You gotta take yeah. whatever they. <laughs> yeah, you gotta take the guy. I ordered no, no. That's that's for closers, bro. <laughs> Burgers are for closers. You can't. Damn, Alec, damn it, Alec Baldwin, you're here. Why are you? They should have never brought you to SNL. Maybe you can just comedy. I work here part time. <laughs> oh <Holy> shit! <laughs> that was really good. Are you Are you Daniel Baldwin? <laughs> yeah, the Baldwin's had a run. Dog. Yeah. Yo, one of them was, did a, a whole movie with Pauly Shore. Did Biodome? Biodome was that Daniel? Was that Steve, Steve, I think it was Steven. Oh no, no, Steve, no, Steve, no, Steven, Steven had a run. Steven had like. 
It was one of the three amoebas that Alec Baldwin split into whenever his <laughs> <laughs> Those brothers had to do a movie. Uh, Steven, because Steven did usual, he was, he was in usual suspects too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like he was on Batman Beyond. As, was as who? Uh, a villain. He's a villain on Batman Beyond. Playing Daniel Baldwin. Played big time. Yeah, he played Daniel Baldwin. He played, I think his name was Big Time. Future fucking Gotham. (laughs) Also, shout out to Batman Beyond. Underrated. That was so awesome. Good show. I watched a whole 30 minute, like, mini documentary about it the other day, and it was like nobody wanted to make it, but then. David, Kevin Conroy was just like, I like this idea. Was and this he, a documentary or a quote unquote documentary as in a 30 minute YouTube video? No, it was like it was people actually being interviewed and shit. Uh, okay, yeah, because they're they're like half the videos on uh, on YouTube now are like the day the fairly odd parents died. What happened? To, <laughs> what happened to the Simpsons? And it's some guy like, hey guys, uh, I've been watching for a long time. I actually noticed here's the issue. And you read all the comments, and it's just like the social justice warriors ruined. Maybe it was ruined. It. Next thing you know, you get fucking you get targeted ads for Ben Shapiro. And you're like, what the fuck happened? I just wanted to watch them talk about Frank Grimes for like five minutes, and now I'm watching this video with Candace Owens burning the, the black American flag. Like, lift their voices. This thing is oppressive. God damn it. Lord, how'd I get here? That's, that's get like, here? Uh, this is this is so specific. But like, the thing with those videos oh, is like, whenever I've, <laughs> whenever I've watched, like, what, this is so specific to that show, The Simpsons, but whenever I've watched that, uh, one of those videos, it's been something like, they always say the episode where Skinner pretends, we find out Skinner's pretending I to be another guy. just saw that again. The Simpsons. Yeah. Because like, oh, it betrayed our trust in the characters. Like, what are you talking? Like, I like that show because the jokes are funny. Like, <laughs> they're like, oh, no, it's good. Armin Tamzarian was the worst thing to have. That was the, that was the no. Was it a bad episode? No, but it just predicted the downfall eventually. <laughs> right. Da, 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 blah, blah. And it's like, and in the comments are like, yeah, but Matt Groening didn't take his name off it like he did the critic the, with the critic spinoff. So maybe they could have been like, uh, then somebody's like, well, actually, the real problem was the Lady Gaga episode. And it's like, who the fuck cares? <laughs> Yeah, well, this is just uh, I, the reason I love that show is that I just think it's the funniest show ever. Yeah, like, that's that's a show a lot that, to dissect about that. Yeah, <laughs> like that's a show that watched the movie Kate Fear, where Robert De Niro plays the scariest <laughs> rapist I've ever fucking seen, and we're like, you know what? This could be funny. <laughs> what, what if you stepped on a bunch of rakes? Yeah, what if, what if, what if you stepped on some rakes? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shout out to them! I remember now. I was on I was on Twitter the other day, like maybe like a couple months ago, and one of the writers was like, "Did like ask me anything?" And I asked him a question. I was like, "Yo, so like, um, there's a the episode where the teachers go on strike. Bart says hello, mother dear. What's that a reference to?" And he wrote back to me. He was like, "Honestly, I have no idea. We just thought it was funny." <laughs> and I was like, "Wow, all right then." Oh yeah, that's where he's flying the kite. Yeah, hello, mother dear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah that's like that's it but yo i appreciate the song and shit oh yeah you know what i mean i appreciate just like and even just talking about it just talking about the ang- like, i think it's not necessarily anxiety because i feel like anxiety at its at its core is like crippling where it's like anxiety is like i can't move forward i'm afraid to move forward but i think it's not the same when it's just like you can still but we can be anxious about some shit. We're like, you're sitting there like, oh, I have right, like I can't, I haven't, I'm having trouble writing. I'm having trouble doing this and doing that. But you're still doing it. 
Yeah, you got. It's just a matter of clarifying the direction of yeah, that energy. Yeah, exactly. I think it's just like it's not even a steam or a confidence issue. It's something else because it's not just. Like it, it, it strikes me as weird when comedians say things like, "I'm not confident" or whatever. But it's like, dog, we get we get in front of crowds of people. We're we're doing something that takes a lot of confidence. It's not that we're not confident. It's not that we are super anxious. It's just that the things we're doing are very emotionally taxing, and it takes a lot of it takes a lot out of us. And instead of just acknowledging that and being like, hey, "Yo, I need a moment to just relax. I need a moment to rest. I need a moment to like let my mind heal." You think we have to keep fucking going because we're not told. We're told that success is when you get like the show or you get the thing. No, that's not it. Success is when it's just like we already we do the thing. We are we have the shit. Now, granted, am I saying this because I have a job now? Maybe, but probably it's just I'm just like, yo, it's just we have to just affirm and just know that the anxiety and the negativity that we feel about this shit is manufactured by those that want to keep us under their thumbs. Like, I don't want to say the name of the place, but we all know the club that we all went to in Boston, where the dude would basically just like <laughs> gaslight you into making th- making you think you weren't fucking funny. Yeah, I uh, I don't want to say it either, but uh, I'm I'm very I'm very happy. In retrospect, it seems very silly that I was concerned with impressing certain people. Oh yeah. Who I otherwise don't find funny and don't agree with their views on comedy whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think you no. Know, I, I can think of I can think of at least like ten people that can be. It's like it's yeah. like, and it's not necessarily it's not it's not right. an insult to them. As you much think as of just, ten people and you were thinking of one person. <laughs> yeah, it's not it's not an insult to them as much as just like it's an indictment on just like the culture that like we're we're around. Where it's like yeah, yeah. I think even with them, like I think. If you've been doing something for a while and somebody comes in brand new and they're looking at you as idolations, this feeling of like I your your word matters, they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. But nobody wants to be like, hey, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Cause adulation, especially if you've been doing something, not being respected for so long, that shit probably feels like a drug. Like, oh shit, it's like it's like doing heroin for the first time. Like, oh my God. So it's like that idea of I get to hold have esteem. I can tell somebody, hey, you did a good job tonight. And I can watch their whole world change in an instant. That's you can't you got to be inhuman not to want that. Yeah. Well, it's also like New York. It's so weird because you just have the whiplash of like being able to have an amazing and a shitty night simultaneously the, several and, times yeah. in the same oh, yeah. evening. <laughs> yeah, you can, go, you can go up and down, up and down, up and down. <laughs> yeah. You could have the best. You could have the best night. You could go after. You can go up at a show where a comic you really respected your entire life is on, and you both have good sets. And they're like, "Yo, here's my information. Get at me." You could have that, and then five minutes later, you could be. You could bomb at a show with three people, then eat a fucking Burger King Whopper with the crown on at the bar because you snuck it in. That can happen. That, that's happened to me. Dog. The bartender. <laughs> the bartender sees. The bartender sees it, but he's, he knows. Yeah. He knows you're sad. Bar, yeah, bartender's like, oh, he just had a bad set. He probably wants this crown. Yeah, he needs it. Like, I, yeah. <laughs> let me give him. Let me give him these wild, wild west branded sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> Got left over from our promotion twenty years ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god is that kevin is i just, that kevin I just changed the bar to a burger king <laughs> is that kevin klein like what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> oh my god it's will smith holding that's will smith wild wild west shout out to that movie the last that was the last song will smith could ever have where he could rap about holding the gun he was so excited <laughs> yeah. 
He was so excited. Did he ever? Did he ever rap about having a gun? Nah, I don't curse. What did he say? What was the shit he said at the Grammys? Something like that. Like he won a Grammy for best rap song, and he said, "Nah, I don't curse. I don't." There's something like basically like being like. There's uh, there's a I'm gonna butcher it, but there's an Eminem lyric that I think. Oh, I think about all the time. Will Smith does not have to custom his rap to sell records. Well, I do. So fuck him and fuck you too. <laughs> That's great. That's, That's really a fucking, that line's fucking amazing. Yeah. Just to fuck him and fuck you too. That's like, it's like, you're sitting there like, well, I ain't even do anything. <laughs> right, yeah. I bought your, I bought your album, Eminem. Stop yelling. Stop telling me you're going to kill me. Just sitting alone in your apartment like me? <laughs> Will said, <"Urgh."> <laughs> <laughs> And then, then Will tried to diss Eminem back and be like, nah, I'm late. I forget what he said. He tried to, he tried to, he had some vague Will Smith threat that still sounded like a fucking invite, like, it sounded like an invitation. <laughs> like, oh, I'm going to see you later. It was, it was like, yeah. are we going to hang out or what? Like, you're not going to fight me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, trying to like, Diss somebody on your track that's also the theme song for the movie Gemini Man. (laughs) (laughs) That's why that's why the beef started in Gemini Man because the young the the young Will Smith was a fan of Eminem and old Will Smith was like, "You can't be doing this. I have to show you the to show you the way." That movie's a metaphor for his rap beef. (laughs) I I I apologize for all my jokes this episode of just been naming the titles of movies <laughs> that works, i think bro. we're in do- the dozens at this point oh yeah we're talking about we're talking about all this shit right. oh man but yo we actually gotta wrap it up because you know i got shit to do and i think we all got shit to do because it's a sunday and monday is around the corner but anyway thanks for being on the show andrew bro i appreciate Thanks for having you, me man this of course i know you i know you forever so i appreciate Likewise. you being on the shit and it's just like cool because i remember one time you was out we were at a show and we was talking and i forget i think it was hazmin and she was just like wait you guys are friends and i was like yeah <laughs> <laughs> we talk about the same shit <laughs> yeah it's the same fucking loser brain. Yeah, exactly. Same loser brain. Because I think, cause like, because I think, because I don't know. Whatever, whatever. But anyway, thanks for being on the show. Where can people find you online and all that? Uh, just Twitter at Andrew underscore there. So sweet, sweet. Yeah. All right, y'all, and everyone who's listening at home. Uh, thank you so much for listening, supporting. Hope you stay safe. Stay, you know, wash your hands. Wear two masks. Wear like wear the surgical mask under the cloth mask. If you can get the vaccine, get the vacu. You feel me? Because you got to do. We got. We, we all got to do it. Take some vitamin D pills if you need to. Like if you missed, if you missed the sun. Um, watch Showtime. I guess watch Lisa Samaro. Cause I send them like dumb shit. I'd be like, hey, yo, y'all should put this. Yo, interview Pooh Shiesty. That's 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 literally what I bring to the table. I just say, so if they interview Pooh Shiesty, no, it's because of me. But anyway, uh, thank y'all so much. You know, that'll be cool. Peace. What's up with you? What's going on? Let them know here prescribe you a song. Turn the volume up. I suggest you to one slide request.